Welcome to Bowman's Friends, a podcast created to connect and inform UK students of issues, events, and cool stuff on campus in the Lexington area. Bowman's Friends is a podcast hosted by UK students for the UK community. Our goal is to amplify student voices through advocating for equity, inclusion, and representation of all. As a Jewish man, I have seen firsthand the rise of anti-Semitism and hate in this country. Sometimes a lack of knowledge and understanding leads to people hating another person based on their beliefs and faith, and other times it's how they were raised. With me today are two people that are helping to educate and fight against hate. Justin Sadel is a director of Jewish Student Life at the University of Kentucky and a staff advisor for the Kentucky Hillel. Cody Taylor is the assistant director of chapter services for the Zeta Beta Tau fraternity, which is credited with being the first all-Jewish fraternity. I want to thank both of you so much for joining me today to talk with me about just Jewish life on campus in the country, as well as the anti-Semitism that has um, really shown its ugly face in the past uh, few years. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. So, um, Justin, to start with you, can you tell us a little bit about your role as the director of Jewish student life at the University of Kentucky? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I started in July 2019. Uh, UK uh, applied for and received a grant from the Jewish Heritage Fund for Excellence at Louisville to establish a full-time director of Jewish student life. So I started around then, and really my my job is to help students find uh, Jewish community on campus uh, and to uh, kind of meet meet them where they are and and see what their their needs and wants are out of a out of a Jewish community and Jewish experience on campus, hosting uh, holiday programs, uh, Friday night dinners, uh, and meeting students kind of on an individual uh, level. And I also, as you mentioned, I'm the staff advisor for the Kentucky Hillel uh, student organization. So I work with the student leaders uh, for that organization as well in uh, you know planning our, our programs and activities. And then with that, can you also explain what exactly the Hillel is? Is it different from the Shabbat and Jewish Student Center on campus? Yes. So um, yes, we there are two uh, student organizations, uh, Jewish student organizations. Uh, there's the Chabad Student Organization a couple blocks from campus. Uh, and then Hillel uh, is a, Hillel's a national or international uh, organization uh, that provides Jewish life on campus at campuses around the country. Uh, and here, the, the Hillel uh, student organization, it's, a plural, it's pluralistic, so we intentionally uh, welcome students of all, of all Jewish backgrounds and all backgrounds in general. Um, and so it's not tied to a specific you know, stream of Judaism, Reform, conservative, orthodox, anything yeah. like that. You know, we have, yeah. we have students of all, of all backgrounds, and... Uh, it's really uh, modeled after, you know, in an open community um, that, that seeks to uh, welcome and affirm students regardless of um, you know, uh, gender, sexual orientation, um, race, identity, uh, all of those. That's really cool. And then can you also give us a little background on how you ended up at the University of Kentucky? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm originally from Louisville, and I went to school at UK, uh, undergrad, uh, graduated in 2006 and also uh, got my master's from the Patterson School. And for the last 10 years, I've been working in the Jewish communal field, uh, mostly with high school students uh, in Los Angeles and New York. Uh, and when I saw an opportunity to come back to 
my home state and uh, my my alma mater, which I, I love very dearly, you know, and uh, help build a Jewish community here. And, you know, when I saw the job posting, my first thought was, wow, I wish that role had existed when I was a student. Um, so, yeah, the it was really a dream opportunity for me uh, to get to continue my career and do something I'm very passionate about at a place I, I love very dearly. It's always amazing when you look back and you see like, uh, like you just said, like, oh, I would have loved if that was available to me as a student. And then you see that job is now available and it's like, oh, wow, I can give back to people what I didn't have the opportunity to have. And it's such an amazing, amazing thing to have for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, Cody, on to you. Can you tell us a little bit about about your background and how you ended up at the University of Kentucky? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I'm from California. Uh, I, I'm from a little little town in Southern California called Hemet, California. I went to the University of California, Santa Barbara, um, and joined uh, my chapter of ZBT there. Um, I, you know, was very involved in leadership uh, with with my own chapter, and and ended up kind of pivoting that into uh, a, a role in, it, in the national staff at, at ZBT. So um, I've, I've worked with ZBT for about two years. I graduated back in 2019 from UC Santa Barbara. And so, you know, a little bit over two years, two and a half years, give or take uh, now. And um, and so, yeah, I've been in a number of different roles with ZBT. Uh, and mo- most recently, working with our newest groups um, and, and our expansion efforts um, at different campuses across the country. So um, Uni- University of Kentucky is, is obviously one of the campuses that we're uh, expanding at this year. Um, so we're looking to start a chapter here at the University of Kentucky and just so going through recruitment right now um, to to uh, start a chapter. Um, so that's how kind of how I got to Lexington, I guess, now. Um, but uh, But yeah, that's, I guess, a little bit about me. And then is the Zeta Beta Top Fatoni, does it have a specific place on campus right now, or is it still trying to find its ground? Yeah, definitely trying to find its ground, right? I think um, we're still recruiting uh, what are going to be, you know, the, the founding fathers of, of this chapter. Um, so that's still going. It, you know, we're still in that recruitment process of, of identifying who those people are and then being able to start the chapter. Um, Long term, obviously, I think we would like to, you know, establish ourselves and, and, you know, get a, get a chapter house on, on campus or, you know, around in the area and um, be a little bit, you know, grow as a, as a chapter and recruit uh, larger numbers and everything like that as well. But um, at the moment, we're still in those kind of early stages of, of still getting everything set up uh, and, uh, and still recruiting. And then is the Zeta Beta Top Attorney, did it used to be on the University of Kentucky campus at one point, or is it brand new to the campus as a whole? Yeah, yeah. So ZBT used to be here uh, kind of way, way back when um, and uh, has been gone for a number of years now. And so um, we will be restarting um, restarting the chapter here, restarting the group, uh, um, creating a pr- prospective chapter uh, and with, you know, involvement of alumni and stuff like that from this this chapter specifically, but also chapter, um, uh, you know, alumni from other chapters as well that are looking to support um, the uh, success of of this group. And then the University of Kentucky um, specifically has a big alumni from ZBT. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have a um, I, uh, a bit a big a big alum. Um, President Eli is, is a is a ZBT as well, so <laughs> he's um, that's uh, that's one one connection <laughs> to to us. And I think another big connection to note is um, I have the website up in front of me. 
uh, former Lieutenant Governor of Kentucky, Jerry Abramson, was also an alumni. So yep. I just think that's really cool that you have a big na- two big names in the state of Kentucky, but one specifically to the University of Kentucky campus that um, was involved in this fraternity. Obviously not here, mm-hmm. but um, just involved in general. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, um, Justin, on to you. Um, with the um, Hillel and the other organizations you work with, um, what sort of outreach programs are there to involve um, Jewish students on campus who might be unfamiliar with either Jewish studies on campus or the Hillel itself or any other programs? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just started ho- hosting a weekly bagel lunch at the new uh, Great Bagel inside uh, Gatton uh, business and economics building uh, every Wednesday from 11 to 1. So I'm there for, you know, kind of open for students to come by, uh, you know, have he'll all treat them to, to lunch or coffee and, uh, you know, have, build a little community in the middle of the week. Uh, and mostly every other week uh, we have uh, Shabbat dinners, which is Friday Friday evening. We have the house a couple blocks from campus uh, we call the Hillel House, where uh, one of our student leaders choose a subsidy to live and host programs and things like that. You know, a lot of what I do is meeting students individually or in small groups and seeing, you know, what their what their interests are and what they're looking for from a Jewish community. So we're still, you know, with having started right before COVID and then, uh, you know, having that for, you know, a year and a half or so, um, we're still very, very open in terms of, you know, building a program and building what what students are looking for. And then, um, because you mentioned COVID, are all the events in person? Are they on Zoom? Are they a mix? So right now, uh, this semester, all of our programs have been in person. So uh, we hope hope to be able to keep it that way for the long term, hopefully. Um, and then, Cody, same question to you. Um, I know you said that Zeta Beta is still trying to find its footing on campus, but what sort of events or outreach programs are you guys either already having or hoping to have for Jewish students on campus who are unfamiliar. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So like I said, you know, our, our group right now is still, you know, we're still in those early stages. Um, so there's there's not a lot of um, definitive kind of programming that, that we have we have on on the books just yet. Um, typically our chapters engage in, in tons of tons of programming. Um, we often all most of our chapters often partner with uh, Student organizations on campus, obviously Hillel is is a is a great organization that that uh, all of our GBT chapters partner with, um, sponsoring you know Shabbat dinners, uh, bringing in uh, anti-Semitism uh, prevention speakers to talk about um, uh, to, to take measures against anti-Semitism, um, Holocaust education um, programs, kind of like that 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 we'll see kind of at the national level on, and on different campuses that we're at. Um, we look to bring to the University of Kentucky once we once we have our footing here. Um, that's that's uh, that's definitely what what we're um, what we're looking to bring in in the in the future. That's really cool. That's really cool. I think a good thing for people to have is just um, like you said, having Holocaust survivors just so you can have someone that a firsthand experience that either witnessed it or was alive during that time. Because sadly, we're at a point now where there aren't many survivors left just because um, it was such a long time ago. And it, it's such a long time ago in terms of human lifespan, but in terms of human history, it was like a couple seconds ago. It was not long ago. And so I think it's just really good to, while these people are still alive and with us, it's good to hear from them. And that way we can continue to um, help them, help their story live on. 
I guess kind of related also, um, a non people who um, are not of the Jewish faith, are they allowed to come to these events and take part? Yeah, totally. So I'm I'm not Jewish myself. Um, I uh, I think I'm a kind of a perfect example of of the reach that uh, and the and the the idea of what what we want to do with ZBT. You know, the the mission of ZBT. Um, I di I didn't know <laughs> any and like I came from a little tiny town in Southern California. I didn't I didn't know a Jewish person until I got to college. Um, and so I didn't equally, I, I was one of those people that thought, uh, <laughs> that anti-Semitism was over after World War II, right? Um, because I just never saw it. Um, and so coming to college, joining ZBT, meeting brothers in my chapter that, that are Jewish, I, it opened my eyes to everything. And I think, you know, like I said, it, it provided the education that I needed to to be a friend, to be an ally to the Jewish community, just to be educated about it. And so that's really a big part of our mission as EBT is to bring in people that, you know, provide a, a home and a space for, for Jewish people on campus to have a fraternity experience, but also to educate others that aren't Jewish uh, about um, about anti-Semitism, about, about Jewish culture, about everything like that, so that they're they can be a friend and ally in, in, in the community as well. So absolutely, we, we, we are open to all men of good character, um, regardless of race, religion, or creed. So uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, our, um, that's our mantra. So we, we, we welcome everybody um, so, uh, because we believe that the education kind of piece is, is super important and bringing everybody into the co that conversation is important. And then, um, same question to you, Justin. Are these events at the Hillel over there hosting? Are they open for everyone? Absolutely. Yeah, they're they're open to all students. Um, the way I like to phrase it is create an, an open and nurturing Jewish community. Um, so, but you know, we don't. Uh, you know, it, it, but it's for anyone who who wants to come. You know, we have some students. Uh, everything, everyone from you know students that grew up in a traditional Jewish household uh, to you know some students who who aren't Jewish but just enjoy the culture, want to learn more about it, uh, and, you know, come come and join us for programs for those reasons and, you know, a lot of folks in between. So, yes, our, our programs are, are open to all students. I think that's really cool just about both of those because, like I mentioned earlier, education's a big part of it. And like you just said, Cody, um, thought anti-Semitism might have been over after World War II and just learning and just being around people um, of that faith, you realize that, oh, it was never over. It it's just the education aspect is so important mm -hmm. and not just this, but really in so many parts of life and just so many aspects of what we're dealing with as a country and as a, um, as a people right now. So going on to, um, anti-Semitism and, um, incidents that have happened, um, Justin, as the director of Jewish student life on campus, do you keep track or have any sort of tracking system in place regarding, anti-Semitic incidents or attacks that might happen around campus or the Lexington community? Sure. So, uh, you know, through uh, university has a great resource for students, um, or a, a bias incident report uh, that I strongly encourage, you know, any students who experience or witness, you know, any types of discrimination, um, anti-Semitism, hate, et cetera, to, to submit that because UK does track those incidents and takes them very, very seriously. Um, beyond that, uh, you know, I, it's, it's something I ask students about pretty regularly, uh, just to more in the sense of, you know, how they feel being a Jew on campus, being, um, you know, wearing a star of David or, or, 
you know, and being visibly Jewish um, and, and assessing that comfort level and, and, you know, asking them if they've experienced anything. And um, fortunately, it's, it's quite rare, uh, you know, here, here at UK that um, students have those, those type of experiences. We're here to support uh, any students who, who may experience that. I know also um, when nearing the one-year anniversary of last year, there was an attack on campus um, regarding the, um, the menorah lighting for Hanukkah. Yeah, that, so that, that was actually off campus um, at, at the Chabad house. And um, to my last I had kind of heard in, um, you know, from reports from the police who had investigated, it, it doesn't appear to have been a, an anti-Semitic hate attack, you know, is an incident of, of road rage, but certainly concerning, you know, when it's occurring at a, a, a holiday, a holiday celebration and, and, and things like that, um, certainly concerning, but um, that's, that's the late, the latest I, I know of it. Um, and I know last semester also, um, I know you had released comments on this, but um, for Cody, um, last semester there was a UK student in a fraternity on campus who said a group of pledge brothers was saluting um, ROTC members and turned it into Nazi salutes. And after the student informed them that he was Jewish, they continued to do Nazi salutes and were laughing and slowly making fun. So I guess my question to you um, as a member in the Greek life community, fraternities on campus, is um, what sort of... Um, I guess outreach is Zeta Beta Todd doing to help um, educate and fight anti-Semitism. I know before you had mentioned bringing in survivors, but um, is there anything else you guys are doing out in the community or for people in Greek life who might be victims of anti-Semitism or hate? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, um, at, at the national level, ZBT hosts a... Uh, Summit Against Hate. Um, this year, we do that annually, um, where we involve. Last year, we invited uh, campus professionals, uh, you know, nationwide um, to attend, and and um, this year, we're inviting students from all campuses across uh, across the country, undergrads, campus professionals, everything like that, specifically to talk about anti-Semitism this year. That's that's one kind of a big national initiative um, that that we're working on. As far as the local community goes, I think that's where that's where you know I think we we can do we, when we are able to get our, our our footing and everything like that. I think we'll we'll be able to provide kind of a lot more, right? A lot of a lot of what we push our chapters to do um, is a lot of educational programming, um, whether it's on whether it's on um, you know alcohol education, sexual assault prevention. Uh, anti-hate programming, diversity, equity, and inclusion work, everything like that. We push our chapters to, to bring those uh, those um, educational programs to their communities. Uh, so I think there is the opportunity when you know when we have our our uh, kind of operations going here uh, that that we'll be able to to bring a lot of those a lot of those conversations to the uh, fraternity and sorority life um, community. And one thing I could add because uh, this happened you know before. Cody was working with the the chapter here, but um, actually right after that incident uh, came to our attention, um, ZBT uh, and uh, Fraternity and Sorority Life Office and IFC um, worked together for an educational program on anti-Semitism um, for all of the fraternity chapters at UK um, back in the spring. So, uh, you know, wanted to ensure that we address it with the, the chapters that we're, we're currently there as, you know, make sure that that understand, you know, they, they really understood the effect of, of that type of conduct and action. And they understand that 
it, it's hate speech. It's hate. That right. It's not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I think that's really good to know that uh, when incidents occur on campus, that yourself and other um, resources on campus are quick to action and quick to um, step up in that situation just to inform people like, hey, this is not acceptable. If you are a victim or if you need help in this situation, we're here for you. We're here to educate we're here to direct you to um sources on campus absolutely yeah and it yeah and, and one thing i'll stress in addition to the you know the bias uh, incident reporting you know i i'm always an an open ear for students um who, who want to talk through their you know their experience maybe if they have an experience that they're not sure was was anti-semitism or it might you know sometimes it might just be genuine ignorance uh you know in, in a non- malicious way uh you know so if students want to talk through that you know i'm always i'm always happy to, to lend an ear and um give them advice if they want it or or whatever the case may be and you had mentioned the um the bias report and all that on campus um what other resources are available on campus and how can students find and access those you know and really that that um that reporting mechanism opens the door to you know Tons of support from you know op- the Office of Institutional Diversity and uh, you know other um, offices at UK to to really support the the student and also make sure that there's accountability uh, you know in in terms of you know the delivering end of, of anti-Semitism and, and things like that and you know uh, UK also has just a phenomenal network of counseling services and things like that um, you know depending on on what a what a student's needs needs are. And how can students reach out just through websites, through phone numbers, or? Email's an easy way to, to get in touch with me. Um, it's just justin.sadle, S-A-D-L-E, at uky.edu. And like you said, I think it's also good for students who either might not realize that they were a victim of hate or just might be confused of, like, was this an attack based on hate or was it just, like you said, just pure ignorance? And so I think it's just good for people to know in that sense. Um, yeah, because I, I think the more common I- experience here is is that genuine ignorance. I know, you know, from when from when I was a student here, for a lot a lot of people I met, including some of my close friends to this day, I was the first Jewish person that they that they met. Being in a state like Kentucky, where out of our 120 counties, I think two of them have significant Jewish populations. You know, another two I think may have a small community, but the majority of them, you know, there are very few, if any, Jewish people. So it's it's not unusual for students to come to UK without having really met a, a, a Jewish person before. So um, I know uh, something that, that I got as a student and something, you know, students, uh, Jewish students I, I hear from today get, you know, it's just genuine questions and, and, and wanting to learn more uh, and things like that. And that's also something I'm happy to do for any any students who want who want to learn more, who um, you know, because it's not it's not always the most comfortable for you know an undergraduate student to field all the questions and be kind of a a, a representative of, the, of their faith or their community. So um, you know, any any students who who have those questions, I'm I'm always happy to to meet with and talk to. And if a student does come forward and believe that they were a victim in any sort of sense, they can remain anonymous if they wish to, correct? Yes, yes. 
yeah, they can't wait. You know, the, the first and foremost thing in, in that type of situation is to protect the student and support them. And you had briefly mentioned um, a minute ago about um, just um, Jewish life in Kentucky and populations that are heavily Jewish. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know um, the amount of people who uh, of the um, Jewish faith on campus and how many might be involved with the Hillel or any other organization on campus? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. Um, we really don't know, you know, it's not, uh, as a public university, UK doesn't ask, uh, you know, religious information no. or anything when students come, but, um, best estimate, there's probably, you know, a few hundred Jewish students at UK and 40 to 50 are involved in Jewish life in some, in some way. We mentioned what sources are available and how people can, um, find those sources and get in contact with them. Um, Justin, do you have any um, final thoughts or anything else you wish to say regarding just Jewish life on campus or in college or just anti-Semitism as a whole? So I'll say two things. Uh, one is that I, you know, a lot of times anti-Semitic incidents or, or incidents that are thought to be anti-Semitic may get the, the, pe- the press coverage and publicity, but um, I think it's really important for people not to view Jews and the Jewish community through that lens, through the lens of, of being, um, you know, uh, persecuted or, 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 you know, victimized victimized or things like that. I mean, it, it certainly is an unfortunate and significant part of Jewish history and making sure that that history stays alive. Like we talked about earlier, I think is, is really, really important, but, but I think it's also important to add to that the, the depth and richness of Jewish life and Jewish culture and Jewish community. Um, so uh, you know I, that's that's one thing I think is is really important for for people to to know and to learn and to experience. And the other I would say is um, I think the the best way to fight anti-Semitism or really any any type of of hate is you know for people to be upstanders. I guess like if they wit you know if you witness or hear or are present for for that type of incident. Um, to really to step up and to, to and it's I'm, I'm not I will not say that it's an easy thing to do but it's it's such an important thing for you know if one person intervenes on behalf of the student and says you know this this is not acceptable this is this is hateful conduct um, you know I, I think that stops there and and there's a, a time for reflection and and at the very least the student feels, doesn't feel isolated. They feel supported um, by even one person in their community. And I, and I think that that is such a critical and crucial thing um, that, you know, there's, and, and we will always strive to, to provide the, the education and the resources and all of those things. But as a community, whether it's the campus community as a whole, whether it's an individual um, you know, Greek life chapter or student organization or class, what, whatever it might be. Um, I, th- I think it's up to everyone to set the standards for, for what's acceptable in, in, in what's not acceptable within those communities. And, um, you know, not, we should never allow, you know, one or a small group of people to be, to be singled out for, for hate by, by other folks around us. And um, so that's, that's the number one thing I would encourage people to really to really uh, think about and to to do. Cody, do you have anything you'd like to add on to that or anything you'd like to say in regard to that? 
Yeah, I mean, Justin, you said it. You said it beautifully in in that sense, and I think that's. Um, I totally agree, and I, I think we everybody at, at ZBT ha- has that same kind of mindset of of wanting to push people and and uh, motivate, encourage probably is the right word people to feel comfortable in in stepping in in, in situations like that, right? Um, because it it shouldn't we shouldn't put the onus on on the individuals who's you know that like the, the victims in that sense to to step up and stop that, right? It should be everybody else that that steps in. Um, so absolutely, I think um, I think that's 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 hopefully what you know what what, what we want to do within ZBT as well is, is hopefully try to encourage um, people to to step into those conversations and and to step into incidents like that and and not allow them to 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 happen again. So um, I mean, Justin, yeah, you said it great. Um, well, again, I want to thank both of you so much for coming on today just to talk about um, Jewish life on campus as well as anti-Semitism because. As we've made clear, education is a good um, step in the right direction in terms of um, just hoping to eradicate hate and eradicate the anti-Semitism and other hate crimes that have plagued the country over the years. And so, um, so thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts on the situation. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. To learn more about the Kentucky Hillel, you can visit their website at kyhillel.org or you can visit their Instagram at Kentucky underscore Hillel. To learn more about the Zeta Beta Tau fraternity on campus, you can visit their website at KentuckyIFC.com backslash Zeta Beta Tau, or you can visit their Instagram at ZBT Kentucky. To learn more about the Chabad on campus, you can visit their website at Chabad.org and search the University of Kentucky or you can visit their Instagram at Habad underscore UK. Thanks for listening to Bowman's Friends. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Bowman's Friends to stay up to date on our upcoming episodes. New episodes go live every Tuesday and Friday wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to DM us of topics you want us to cover or guests you want us to hear from.